Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Thursday afternoon, just before Friday, Monday morning podcast, and I'm just checking in on you, and I'm driving. I'm driving because I'm old Bill, Billy Busy Day. Oh, there's an Amazon Prime truck that's sort of like a UPS truck. I thought they only had the Sprinter vans, and I'll look to my right. There's a Dodge Ram TRX in Velocity, Ford Velocity Blue. Figure that one out. That, that looks like their answer to the Raptor. Like, we can make a really loud truck that serves no fucking purpose unless you take it out to the desert and go Baja racing. Um, or whatever, maybe somebody likes a truck like that. I have no idea. I think my truck's showing up today. The truck I don't need. I'm doing my part when it comes to capitalism. I went out and bought something I didn't need Strictly for an image. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's something, something I always wanted. I always wanted a full-size fucking pickup truck, even though I have a small-size brain. There you go. All right, can I, can I just have that? That guy just sitting on a bicycle, staring at his phone. Just sitting there. Is he waiting for somebody else to ride his bike with? I mean, I'm in a car on my phone. This guy's on a bicycle. Like, he's taking it to the next level. If he hits a pedestrian, does he get sued? Or does he get a pass because he's, you know, he did it in a green way? Oh, Billy gonna make the light. Oh, Billy gonna make the light. Yeah. There's a place that's gonna go out of business soon. Sometimes you can just see, you just look at the paint on the outside of a store and you're like, that fucking place does not have a prayer. Speaking about not having a prayer, the fucking Bruins last night. Jesus Christ, we got our goddamn asses whipped by the Florida Panthers, um, you know, because it's the playoffs. All of these people all excited. They won the most regular season games than ever in the regular season. It's like it's the regular season. I've been saying this since everybody was talking about Peyton Manning, you know, was a better quarterback than Tom Brady. And I just say, I was like, the playoffs is what counts. All right, you want 500 yards against the fucking Atlanta Falcons in November? Or do you want a fucking trophy in February? So, um, historically speaking, whoever's won the president's trophy, I don't think they really win the cup. So I don't understand what all the excitement's about. You got to win 16 goddamn games. And we are a uh, a fast finesse team, so Florida's going to get physical with us. And goddamn it, that's what they did. They got in the locker room, came up with the Olivia Newton-John. Let's get physical, physical. I actually missed most of the game. I'm not going to lie to you. I went to an event last night with my wife, you know, because you don't just go out with your wife. You go to events. Um, I went to a fashion show. (laughs) Swear to God. If there's anything... That's less... Don't you even fucking think about cutting back in here, you fucking Tesla cunt. You fucking Tesla cunt. You just think you're just going to drive around? No, that's not how it works there, lady. That's right. That's right. Looking over your shoulder like, what? Is Chivalry dead? Chivalry? However you say that word. There's a guy who should have stopped jogging fucking three blocks ago. Jogging has got to be like the dumbest thing you could ever do. It's like, hey, I'm young. I have good hips and knees and feet. Wouldn't it be great to have the hips, knees, 
ankles and feet of a fucking 80-year-old, I think I'll take up jogging. I will say something about that guy. At least he was jogging on the sidewalk. You know? Something happened during the pandemic where people, like, they walk and they jog now in the street. And, like, out in the street. Like, they're daring you to fucking hit them. Um, Oh, shit, now I'm in the wrong lane. Is the Tesla going to get me back? Is the Tesla going to get me back? Do I need to go into sport mode here? Ooh, dad's going into sport mode. What's going to happen next, huh? Is he going to start singing along to Aerosmith? Um, Yeah, so I went to a fashion show last night at the Hollywood Bowl. Um, This thing uh, for this clothing line, Fear of God. And I got to tell you, it's one of the coolest events I ever went to. Because I was sitting there going, like, it's going to be at the Hollywood Bowl. And, like, they're just going to walk down the runway. Like, how long could this thing last? And they turned it into a whole friggin' show. It was, like, cinematic. There was social commentary. It was the history of the country. The whole friggin' thing. It was all there. The whole, the entire gamut of emotions. Oh, he was making a left. And I get to go. The entire gamut of emotions. Um, And what I loved was the clothes were actually something that you could wear. I was kind of joking with with the lovely Nia last night. I was like, you know who, who might have been like, uh, like disappointed? The only people who could have been disappointed, you know those people that think they're like, they're into fashion and it's just like, no, you just threw a bunch of shit together that doesn't fucking match. <laughs> I have on one Chuck Taylor and one wingtip shoe commenting on you know, classism. Oh, is that what you're doing? Uh, I thought you would just dress like a jerk off. Whenever they do that, then the, if you're going to go like that bold, you know, as I sat there totally looking at like somebody who shops at Hot Topic, you know, no matter how much my wife tried to make it look like I was also into fashion, I'm not, which we all know. All right. I am like, if I didn't have kids, I would, I would still shop at the mall. I go to the mall. I like the mall. It's got all the stores there. I, c- I can look at stuff. I can hold it in my hand. It isn't this shit where I got to like, you know, figure out the European size, you know? And that's the thing I fucking hate about the internet. You look at something, you're like, yeah, I think that fits or I think that's going to look good. And then it shows up and you look like an absolute fucking jerk off. And then what do you do with it? That's what happened to me. I, I bought one of those Mitchell and Ness football jerseys. I bought a, a Fran Tarkington, Minnesota Viking, the all-purple one, right? And I got it, and I was excited. He was my favorite quarterback in the 70s. And uh, I put it on, and I looked like a fucking jerk-off, you know? And I had that thing for years until I finally gave it. I gave it away to somebody on the podcast, I think. Some poor bastard that's a Vikings fan Um, how soon before they changed that name excuse me Vikings didn't they like rape and pillage (laughs) why is there a white man with beautiful blonde flowing hair you know I mean the Vikings hello rape culture um anyway It's fucking trash day. Look at the goddamn barrels are all out. Less parking. 
less parking, more barrels. We got the green ones for the tr- for the clippings. We got the black ones for trash, and then we have the blue ones for recycling. And three different trucks come by and pick them up, and then all of them are dumped in the ocean. <laughs> You know what those things are like? The trash barrels, the different colors. It's like when you watch one of those those how to cook shows, you know, and there's some fucking, you know, upbeat chick with their fucking white teeth. Today we're going to make one of our favorite dishes. I just love the summertime because the summertime for me means kiwis are in season, right? And they just fucking, there's that stupid fucking piano of someone who just had a, a trauma-less childhood. Every day they were encouraged. They were told that they were loved. And this is just, you know, major chords are being played, right? It's a little zippy, a little zippy fucking tune with this fucking, you know, kitchen that gets a lot of light, right? And then she comes out there and she's hot, but not in a hoary way. But you know, she swallows and not just food, right? Sorry. I'm just saying that's, that's sort of like, that's, that's the recipe, right? So they always have the whole thing laid out. You know, a little bit of turmeric, a little bit of paprika. And they always have them in those little fucking bowls. And they go, you put this in, and a guy, and a flat. And then they just fucking mix it up. And they got the whole, the whole thing like comes together in eight minutes. And it makes it feel like, you know, like you can do this and it's not going to take four hours. Those trash barrels. They're, they're like the trash, the garbage version of one of those fucking... TV shows. We got our cycling. Over here we have our clippings to add a little zest. And here we have the straight up trash. And then they dump them all in the same bowl. <laughs> Look at this convicted drunk driver. You know, you know a drunk driver? Might be a you know someone who can't afford a car. Uh you know what? Yeah. That guy looks like he's had a rough life. Anytime I see a guy in street clothes. You know, riding a bicycle, it's like, oh, you got busted. For, you got a DUI. You got a DUI. Dude, you hear about fucking Fitzy? He was driving Smitty home over to fucking Kelly's house. He was drinking Zambuca all fucking night. He got pulled over. Fucking Stady was like, have you been drinking tonight? He goes, what are you shitting me? I'm fucking shattered. Kid blew a fucking three flat. Was still standing. They couldn't believe it. They almost let him go. Um, Because they were so impressed. Anyway, I'm working my way over here. I got to do, I got to shoot something. Uh, Old Billy Thespian here. This is an easy one though. Old Beardless Billy though. You know, trying to do something a little different on camera. Who is that? Who is that? Did the Michelin man lose some weight? Who is that bald, clean-shaven man? Look at that fucking old guy just walking around with his hand in his pocket. His whole, I've seen some things. I've seen some goddamn things. You fucking think you got it bad. Um, this is what I'm do- doing today. I'm going to handle this bullshit. And then after I handle this bullshit, I'm going to go... F- I'm going to go fly a chopper. Um beautiful clear day out here I think that's going to be my day not hurting anybody maybe grab a taco along the way Celtics up two games to none two games to nil beating down the fucking Atlantic Hawks Atlantic 
the Atlanta Hawks like we should be. Um, Bruins up fucking, I don't know. I, I think that we're going to learn. This is my prediction. We're going to learn a lot from that loss. Because you don't learn anything when you win. It's the losses where you learn stuff. Uh, I think we're going to learn a lot from that. And then uh, we're going to kick the shit out of them in game three. We're going to give them the old right there, Fred. Do you think anybody's going to even show up for that game down in Florida? Like, what percentage of people in Miami actually know, you know, that they have a hockey team? I know that they know they have a baseball team. Because I think they're always going like, no, man, it's too fucking hot. I don't want to do that. Or do they have an enclosed one? I don't fucking know. Anyway, this is this is one of the, the this is why I don't do podcasts while driving. I'm trying to think of stuff to talk about while I'm like looking at shit all at the same time. I'm on a very depressing street right now. This is one of these eyesore streets. That pretty soon somebody's gonna come in. Ah, there's a couple right there. They fucking build new houses that are always like twice the goddamn size. Underrated. Underrated out here. One of those little bungalows. You know, you don't have to buy as much shit. Is everybody's fried chicken place world famous? You know, I've done a lot of traveling. I don't think anybody ever said, hey, have you ever been to fucking Gus's? I've always wanted to come to America. I actually like Gus's fried chicken. Why am I shitting on them? Oh, look at this guy with his Ford truck. He's got some skulls and then he's got two pistons as the crossbones. 10th generation stepside Ford. He's got the little cover in the back. Jeans and the sweatshirt. With the fucking, I actually work for a living work boots. Not the Timberlands. Indicating that you have a new album about to drop back in the day. He actually has, I actually know how to fix shit. Public storage. There's a shit show right there. I guarantee you there's nothing in there worth keeping getting my kitchen remodeled. I put everything in storage. Oh yeah, did you miss it? Did you miss any of that stuff? Well, no, you know, it's just... Yeah, the grater. You know what? I missed the grater. We're back to talking about cooking. <clears throat> All right, here's a classic strip mall in Los Angeles. You can get donuts, vape, massage, Dentist or get insurance. <laughs> I mean, I think you can fucking handle your entire day. I actually met somebody really cool last night and they were saying like, you know what I don't like about LA? You, in, in New York, you can stumble into a good meal. You can't really stumble one into one out here in LA. And I was like, that's what I used to think. Just start going into these fucking strip malls. These absolute eyesore strip malls and you will eventually, you're going to stumble into something like the best sushi you ever had or the best Mexican food or the best auto insurance. Maybe the best foot doctor. Why are these fucking ambulance chasing lawyers always pointing at me? Yeah, I'll get you your fucking money. Have you been paralyzed from the neck down? And you could make millions. Can I make money off of your paralysis? Hey, you. Did you get rear-ended? Huh? 
Is your buttocks in pain? I would like to make my fucking 15% off of your goddamn pain. Um, there's actually one out here. I swear to God, there's, there's, uh, I got to take a picture of it. It's uh, a cartoon of a lawyer and he's pointing. First of all, my first thought is like, how unsightly is this guy that they couldn't even just take a picture of him? They had a drum, you know? And, uh, the first time I looked at it, at first glance, I thought it was Todd Barry. He looks like Todd Barry if, if he never did comedy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, people. I'm just driving down the road. I need to get a hands-free device like all these, like this guy in this minivan next to me. This guy seems to have it all figured out. What do I turn here? Am I turning here? You know what's great about this? I don't have to listen to this, that fucking lady going, make a turn in three quarters of a mile. Make a turn in 700 feet. Make a turn in 300 feet. Turn right here. It's like, you don't think I heard you the first 17 times? I'm turning onto a fucking highway. Why can't you just say, get on 10 West? Probably not her fault, you know. What does this say? U.S. Marine Corps combating for something or other. It's got to be the spot to beg for money. Everybody seems when you get on a highway out here. That was a big conspiracy theory. Dude, they're making like a hundred grand a year. Somebody followed them home. He actually lives in a mansion. It's true. Dude, there is just always traffic out here. Look at this shit. Where the fuck are all these people going? That's what the number one thing you say in LA. Where the fuck are all of these people going? You know, not realizing that you're part of the problem. Like, why am I out here? I really was hoping that during uh, the COVID, that people, oh, there you go. Look at that. There's a Ford F-250 regular cab. Eighth generation, not that four-door stupid shit with the little three-foot bed. That's a fucking truck right there. Beautiful. I was hoping during COVID that uh, everyone would realize how great the Zoom meeting was because no one had to get out on the road and there would be, like, less traffic, you know? But it turned out it was more like a diet. Like, I'm cutting out sugar. I'm done with it. I feel better. The inflammation has gone down in my knees. I've gotten back to running. You know, I can swallow again. Back to that. It's called a callback, everybody. But it wasn't. It wasn't. What do you guys think of the mid-engine Corvette? I'm not, I I'm still haven't bought into it yet. What I liked about the Corvette, well, I like the long fucking nose and it was our version of a supercar. Now it just looks, it looks European. It looks too fucking European to me. And not only that, it looks like a poor man's, uh, like Ferrari. Where I thought before it had its own, it had its own vibe. Oh shit, I gotta get off here. Excuse me, thank you. Thank you, all right. Yeah, I thought it had its, its own vibe. You know, the nice long fucking nose. Two seats, you know, basically has a back seat, but no one gave. You're not giving anybody a ride, right? The Corvette always said, I need some me time. That's what I always liked about it. I also feel like it's a shorter car now. I don't know. You know what? Some purists would probably say that we ripped off that old Jaguar. 
that had that little fucking door in the back. Is it the XJS? Is that what it is? Um, oh, man, you know what? I think the winter is over out here. And it goes right to summer. It's already starting to look bleak. This is a weird time of year. You know, when it's cold out and everything, this is such a beautiful city. But once once it gets hot, you know what I mean? Look at that one guy. One guy with a tent. He's got this whole fucking underpass to himself. Or maybe that's how they do it. But one guy goes in. If nobody fucks with him, everybody else brings the rest of their tents. I saw this great video the other day. This guy went to Home Depot. You know those guys that hang out looking for work? He, he brought three of them to Disneyland. And they had a great time. And one of the guys actually said, I never had a toy growing up. It's one of the saddest things I ever heard. <laughs> and then everybody was like writing in. Like, yeah, we got to help people like that. Blah, blah, blah. Be nice if there was more of that. That's what you feel when you watch the video. But then when you pull up at Home Depot, you're like, I don't know these fucking people. (laughs) I have no idea what this fucking guy did. Has done. He could be the greatest person in the world. Or he could have just fucking killed somebody. I guess that's kind of what everybody, anytime you let somebody in the house, that guy needs to raise the seat on that fucking bicycle. Jesus Christ, he's going to knee himself in the chin. You know what's a pet peeve of mine? Someone who doesn't need a cane and fucking still has one anyway. Look at that thing. He's just like, that's like someone who quits smoking and they still walk around with a cigarette because they got that fucking oral fixation. Not an oral fixation in this, this, this week's Thursday afternoon, just before Friday, Monday morning podcast. Um... Actually, I have no idea how much time I've done. I did 14 minutes, then I had to stop so I could get off the highway safely. I've done 21 minutes. Well, look at that. Look at me. Look at me. I'm multitasking. Another thing I don't like, I don't like people who just sort of have their arm hanging out the window in the passenger side. I feel like it's disrespectful to the driveway. To the driver? Driveway? To the driver. I'm in the wrong lane. Hang on a second. Can I come over, please? Oh, look at me. I'm turning on Obama Boulevard. (laughs) He's already got a street named after him. That's pretty fucking good. They must have George Bush Boulevard in in Houston. They got to have that. George Bush, you know, senior and junior. Like Santa Monica and Little Santa Monica. I'm going to look that up. You think there's a Bill Clinton Boulevard in fucking Little Rock, Arkansas? There is. There's got to be some titty bars on it. That would be perfect. They put it right down in the red light district. He wouldn't even give a fuck. He'd be like, oh, I'm surprised he didn't have it lead to an island. <laughs> you know, that is one of those fucked up things. About that whole Me Too you, uh, uh, fucking movement. Like, they can't, it's like, why didn't they, you know, I guess because that was like world leaders and there's no way to crack that. Because the claims people were making, and God knows a lot of that shit just became accusations. Like, I saw people get canceled. They went on one bad date. This guy goes to fucking Epstein Island allegedly like 30 fucking times, and everybody's like, ah, ah nothing to see there. 
Hey, he played the saxophone on a talk show. <laughs> he wore sunglasses and he he played Fleetwood Mac, you know? Come on, it's Billy. Oh, Billy, let him go. You know, I've never been to a Del Taco. I must have driven by 40,000 of those fucking things. I always felt like Del Taco was like... Like the Frank Stallone of Taco... Like, it's it's Taco Bell. Like, if you're going to do, like, shit, fast food, Mexican cuisine, you go to Taco Bell, right? Uh, whatever. Oh, this is where the young kids go, come at me. Come at me. Actually, how about this? Educate me. If I'm going to get a bastardized version of, of Mexican cuisine, should I go to... Um, Del Taco or uh, Taco Bell. I'm not going to go to either one of them. Here's a person with a cane, not using it, also wearing a tuxedo shirt. Another guy carrying a folding chair. Kentucky Fried Chicken. For some reason, if it's cold, I can eat it. If it's actually heated up, I feel like I'm going to die. I feel horrible. I feel like I ate a fucking... I feel like I ate the Colonel's... uh, Shoe. Um, all right, we're getting closer here, people. I might have to fucking... I'm going to I'm gonna do the ad reads a little bit after this. Why don't we... I'm going to do this in segments. Is that a Toyota? It is a Toyota. Look at that. 1970s Toyota. What were those Jeeps called that they had back then? I don't know. Whatever. It's been a Thursday afternoon. This is like comedians in cars drinking coffee, except I'm by myself... And I already had a cup of coffee. Cup of coffee in the... Um, all right. I think that's it. Lakers 1-1. Lakers 1-1. Against the Memphis Grizz. Are they going to go out in the first round and then everybody in the Lakers is going to cry and be like, we need more free agents. Why don't, can't we buy the people off the Grizzlies that beat us? Um, that fucking franchise. Jesus Christ. You know what that franchise is like? Like They're like those evil redheaded people. Not to shit on my own people. The L.A. Lakers are like those evil fucking redheads in South Carolina. Where that fucking evil ginger killed those people on the boat. That's what they're like. They just fucking buy their way out of every goddamn problem. Um, all right. I got I to gotta make this light. Jesus Christ, buddy. Could your fucking car be any more lime green? What is that, a Scion? Actually, look like a nice person in it. Carl's Jr. There's another one I don't fuck with. You know why? Too much lettuce. Too much lettuce, not enough dead animal. Back in the day, I would go to Jack in the Box. I would get the ultimate cheeseburger, but I didn't like the fact that they didn't put, a, they didn't put any ketchup on it. And also their ketchup stunk, if I remember correctly. All right, I've had enough of me too. I'll be back in a second reading some ads. All right, it's time for the reads. It's time for the reads. All right, what do we got here? Hey, this Sunday, 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 I'm doing a special live edition of the Monday Morning Podcast. Tickets will be available for all Monday Morning Podcast listeners to take pot and the digital experience, no matter where in the world you call home. 
Where in the world do you call fucking home? I will be answering questions submitted by viewers on the live chat. April, Jesus, like those aren't going to be insulting. Were you always an ugly bastard? April 23rd at noon Pacific Standard Time. Get your tickets for the digital experience at sorry, slash Bill Burr. www.moment.co slash Bill Burr. Um, all right. Uh, Helix, everybody. Helix? Helix Sleep is a premium mattress brand that provides tailored mattresses based on your unique sleep preferences. The Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models. Ooh, is that is that gold emblazoned? Handles on the side of the mattress? A mattress for big and tall sleepers and even a mattress made just for kids ages 3 to 12. So... How will you know which Helix mattress works best for you? Take the Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes and personalize your mattress. Uh, and your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own, on your, in your own home. Sorry. That's why they offer a hundred night trial and a 10 to 15 year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Gross. Try it out, man. Do what you do on your mattress. And after 100 days, you don't like it. Uh, Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Plus, Helix mattresses are American-made, man. And come with a 10 to 15 year warranty depending on the model. I love that. I love it. We make something here other than weed and meth. You got Shinola and you got Helix. Helix? Don't want to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash burr. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix Sleep, better sleep stats now. Speaking of starting right now, we're going to listen to it. This, is, this has been the Thursday afternoon just before Friday, Monday morning podcast. Thank you so much for listening while I've been driving. Sorry for multitasking. Uh, we got a little musical interlude picked out by the always brilliant, always tasteful, always wonderful Andrew Themelis. And then we'll have a bonus episode of the Thursday afternoon, just before Friday, Monday morning podcast. Uh, we'll be playing right after this. That's it. Have a great weekend. You cunts. Go Bruins. Go Celtics. Go fuck yourself.
Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, April uh, 20th. April 20th. How you doing? What's going on? Talking to you from the road. Don't you know? Um, Sorry. I'm in the middle of nowhere, man. I'm in fucking Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I haven't seen shit. I haven't seen shit here yet. I ain't seen shit here yet. Um, I'm in the middle of the Southern Tour here, uh, traveling on the bus, fueling up next to truckers. It's a whole other world, man. Whole other world, those truck drivers, you know? But you know what? I only saw one real fat one. I saw one fatty. You know, one big guy was just like, dude, you need to, uh, you need to start jogging some laps around your truck, man. That's gotta be the hardest fucking job to stay in shape. Holy shit. So one guy is fucking sitting there. He's got a dog in there. You know, how the fuck do you make any time when you got a dog? I mean, you got to fucking pull over every couple hours, right? Well, I guess you got to get gas anyways. Things got to take a shit, you know? <laughs> it's like you can just fucking pull it over. It's a goddamn 18-wheeler. Oh, an 18-wheeler. Um, anyways, this is the Monday Morning Podcast. This is going to be a fucked up one because I'm in a silly-ass mood and I have no idea what's going on in the world right now. I know that there were some refugees that floated over on some little boat. Not little boat, like 700 people. Oh, God, I fucking hate those stories. They always skip the part, too, where they go, there's some bodies being seen. They never talk about all that Quint from Jaws shit, the amount that were treading water and got eaten by sharks. Dude, you know how bad a country has to be for you to fucking take your chances doing that? You wouldn't get me out on a fucking lake. I, I don't, I, I do not fuck with, I go into pools. I'll, I'll be in a pool all goddamn day. Fuck that. I wouldn't go in a pond. <laughs> fuck that. These goddamn people trying to cross the Mediterranean Sea. I don't even know where they were coming from. Jesus Christ. Now, how do you, as a dictator at that point, do you, do you how do you not know at that point? Like, hey, maybe I, uh, maybe I should ease up a little bit on the people here. They're fucking, they're trying to cross the Mediterranean on a goddamn hoopty. People with fucking boogie boards and shit. At that point, you got to know, you know, if, even if you didn't give a shit about them, you'd have to be thinking like, um, I think there's going to be an attempt made on my life pretty soon. You know, considering 700 people just died, you figure they got to have a bunch of people that loved them, right? Say three people loved all those people. There's 2,100 people that want to fucking kill me extra today as a dictator um you know probably help if i actually looked to see which one it was the only dictator i knew in that got beaten to death by shit from AutoZone. remember that guy Gaddafi? he got beaten to death with like fucking car batteries and antennas walking around with half his fucking uniform on that was a travesty you know what i mean that was like worse than seeing emmett smith playing for the Arizona Cardinals. You know that? You know, like when you just see, like, uh, me and Verzi talk about that. Patrick Ewing, Patrick Ewing, when he played for, like, Orlando, just seeing him in that uniform. Seeing Gaddafi walking around with half his Boy Scout uniform on, begging for his life. <laughs> Not like I was a fan, but, you know, it's like, you, you gotta, you know, you gotta know when to get out of show business, and that, that includes being a dictator. You gotta know. You gotta be able to feel it. You gotta be sitting there going, all right, People are leaving this country 
in shit boats just to get away from me? How much longer are they going to put put up with me? How how much longer can I can I keep the facade going that I can beat everybody's ass one on one here in this country? You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Hang on a sec. Let me find. Can we at least have the decency for the victims to know where that went? Where it went? You know, that's terrible. That's terrible that that happened to them. But I got to tell you, it's good for the baby seals. You know what I mean? Because that's 700 less people eating fish now. And they actually fed fish. What they did was tremendous. You know, have you guys seen that story? Like, there's like baby seals washing up on the ocean. I mean, on the ocean, washing up on the beach just because they're starving to death because the oceans are so fished out. This is probably a bad thing to bring up, you know, when you're sitting there reading this thing. All right, London, rescuers grabbed, scrambled. Why won't this fucking thing let me select it? There we go. All right, where did this happen? Being reported from London, Mediterranean, uh, crossing Europe to Europe from Africa. Okay, all right. More than 17 vessels were searching for the survivors. Oh, my God. 70 miles off the coast of Libya. Now, Libya, now isn't that where Gaddafi used to fucking cut all his hits? And he used to record out there? All the, you know, the fucking... Teen Idol sensation out there? I gotta look this up here. Libya. Libya dictator. D-A-Tor. Dictator. Who do you got? Who do you got? Anwar Sadat? Who do we, Ma, Momar Gaddafi. How the fuck do you take shit from a guy named Momar? You have to do what Momar said. Now fuck him. He never looked like he was a badass, did he? He just always looked like uh, he just that was just bad casting. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote that guy worst like most unintimidating like fucking dictator ever. You just look at his face. I don't know what he looks. He just looks like uh, you know what he looked like to me was uh, what's his face? Uh, oh Christ, what's his name? Bobby. Uh, ah fuck, I'm the worst. I gotta get off the road. The fuck is his name? Ah, oh, Jesus, it's the perfect fucking analogy, too. It's going to torture. I'll remember it. I'll remember it by the end of this. Um, anyways, the f- I'm just saying, the guy's face, he looks, you know what it is? He looks like this guy that I know that I can't remember his fucking name. This is going off the rails over here. Um, all right, anyway, so we're on the, we're on the Southern Tour here. We did, uh, we did Savannah the first night, and uh, just a great crowd, beautiful city, and... Um, you know, the usual shit. We go up, me and uh, fucking Lawhead, we flew out on the 17th because uh, we're coming from the West Coast and we show up, you know, we don't, have a v- we don't have a vehicle. We're staying out by the airport. So we're nowhere near downtown Savannah. I didn't see anything in Savannah. I didn't see Old Town. I didn't see shit. I always wanted to go there. I never even got to it because we were staying way out by the airport and the bus hadn't shown up yet, right? So we say to the lady downstairs, right? First of all, they fucking check in. She takes my driver's license and, as always, just starts typing shit in. I go, what are you doing? She goes, I'm typing in your home address. And it's just like, for what? Well, just in case you leave something. Well, if I leave something of value, I'll call you guys. I'll notice, and then I'll call you guys. And then you guys, of course, will say you couldn't find it because it was of, a, it was of value. The housekeeper that you're not paying shit is going to keep it. There's no reason for you to fucking take my home address. You're just going to sell it to somebody else and make a little bit of money. So 
Today I went to go check in the hotel and she takes my, my fucking driver's license. She goes, type in. I said, what are you doing? She goes, I'm typing in your home address. And I go, uh, I don't want you do, to do that. She goes, you don't want me to do that? I said, yes, I don't want you to do that. She goes, okay, how about just a zip code? And I said, no. And she said, okay. So that's what I learned today. It's fucking optional. Fucking assholes. Just fucking take your ID. Just telling these people to just start fucking typing your goddamn address in there. What the fuck are you doing? I'm renting a room. Here's my credit card. Here's my ID saying that's my credit card. Now fuck off and give me a room. You got to know where I live? Huh? You fucking weirdos. I'm telling you people, don't do that. Don't do that because they upload it onto their shit and then it's just, it's just out there. And next thing you know, I don't know what. If you're lucky, you're just getting spammed by a red roof in. Getting shit sent to you directly. If you're really unlucky, I don't know what happens. Somehow they fucking steal your identity. Somebody shows up at your fucking house. Either way, it's rude and it's completely fucking unnecessary. And, uh, and I'll tell you right now, I'll tell you right now, this, this, this freckled face cunt is, uh, is against it. 100%. 100%. Um, so anyways, so we say to the lady downstairs at the, uh, at the hotel, we're like, so, uh, you know, we walk in, right? I see Lawhead, Lawhead sees me. We obviously know we're going to start drinking immediately. And I ask, you know, we walk in, is the hotel bar still open? She's like, no, no, it isn't. It just closed. I'm sorry. You want me to go make you some? You're down south. We're really polite. And I was like, no, that's all right. You don't have to make us some. Is there a bar nearby? And she goes, yeah, there's one on Hair Street. And I'm like, all right. Can you walk there from there? She's like, oh, no, no. Y'all can't walk there from here. You can't walk. Oh, that's too far. You can't Why? You gonna get attacked by a wildcat or something? And I was just like, "All right, well, let me look this fucking thing up." And I looked it up. It was like it was like a fucking barely a mile away. You know, it's like what do, you, what do you mean you can't fucking walk? So we fucking walk over there. We literally walk half the half a mile of the walk was getting out of the goddamn fucking hotel area, and then we just look down the streets. We see lights. We see civilization. Uh, you can't walk down. I mean, you could do it, but I mean, I don't know what would happen to you. So we go all the way down. She didn't even talk like that. I just like the southern accent and fucking annoying people from where I'm touring. So we fucking head all the way down there. We end up walking to this bar. There's this little band in there, guy on guitar and a guy playing drums. They're both killing it, singing all this shit from the 90s. It's fucking tremendous. We're fucking drinking, right? Uh... The only thing that sucked was they were giving us shots of Jameson and glasses that they had just taken out of the dishwasher. So the glass was was, was between warm and kind of hot. It was gross. It was making me sick to my stomach. But I kept drinking. Um, and I don't know what happened. We just sat there laughing our asses off. We were watching some sort of some, some game. I don't even know what the fuck we were watching. And next thing you know, I, re- I looked up and we were the only two people left in the place. And we were too drunk to fucking walk back. We didn't want to. So uh, this the dude at the bar, this gay dude who was wearing a kilt for whatever fucking reason, I think because it was an Irish bar, he gave us a ride home. <laughs> so that's how it started. He was a great guy. He came walking over 
and he just took our fucking beers, put them in paper cups, and he just let us drink it that last little mile on the way home. And then I walked in to the hotel, and I said to the lady, you know, hey, can you still order room service? Is there any way we can order some service up to the room, some some service room room service stuff? She's like, oh, no, no, kitchen's closed. This kitchen's already closed. I'm sorry, y'all. You want me Want me to go outside and go kill a pheasant for you? I'll cook it up. I'll bread it. I'll deep fry it. Make you some dumplings. And we're like, no, no, that's cool. That's cool. And I went over and I bought a bag of fucking potato chips. I went upstairs and laid in bed drunk and ate a bag of chips and fell asleep. That's how the tour started. Remember I told you guys I was going to try to not put on any weight? That's how it started. That's what set the fucking tone, right? And then the next day the goddamn bus pulls up, right? The bus pulls up and we see that thing and it's just, I don't know. We've been actually been doing pretty good though as far as, um, you know, I went out. And I got uh, I got some cereal. I got corn checks, right? I got some bananas. That's my breakfast. And then I got some turkey. Did all of this in Walmart. So God knows what level of quality this shit actually is. Oh, my God, dude. You go into a Walmart. Holy shit. You cannot believe the loss of hope in those fucking people's eyes. This fucking lady, this fucking lady, when I went up to the deli, I mean, I was just like, hey, how you doing? I'm fucking turning on the charm. I, hey, what's going on? How are you? And she's just fucking looking at me. She's like, what do you want? <laughs> just like, uh, can I get a uh, pound of that smoked turkey, please? And she's like, is that it? I was like, uh, you know, you come in, you're real high. Hey, how you doing? And somebody just fucking hits you with your attitude and you immediately got to adjust all the way down to them. You know, it's like the way I lost out on the negotiations last week on the rug, you know? And um, so I go from, hey, how's it going, Dolly? Uh, yeah, I'll have some, uh, have some turkey. She's like, that it? That it? That's what she said, that it? And I was like, uh, I, can I get like, you know, 15 slices of cheese? You know, white cheddar, white American, whatever you got. She's like, yep. She fucking goes over and just cuts it up. And, like, I can't even tell you the way she, like, handed it to me while just sort of looking off into the distance down the aisles, you know? And uh, it's just, ugh. You know, so now, you know, I'm I'm shaking it off, right? I'm getting some fucking condiments for the sandwich. I got pickles. I got my mustard. And I get, I get down to the booze. I realized I don't have any hard stuff. So I throw in a six of fucking Blue Moon, whatever. That's the best I got here. And these fucking assholes have the nerve on a Sunday to not let me buy a six-pack of beer. The lady took it away from me. I had it on the little conveyor belt, and she's fucking, you know, boop, boop, corn checks, boop, right? Half gallon of 2% milk, boop, everything's going fine. And then she goes, uh, she goes, I can't let you have this, and took it away from me and set it on the other side of the register like I was going to lunge after it or something. I can't let you have this. It's before 1230 on a Sunday. And I was just, I, I, it's like, are we fucking adults here? You ought to, dude, I was, the way they fucking treat their employees there, how bad, how poorly Walmart treats their fucking employees, they're going to have the nerve to not let people drink before noon. They should be letting those people drink on the job. How fucking miserable they treat those damn people. How do I know they treat them miserably? I don't know. I've just heard they have. They won't give me my beer, so now I'm trashing them. That's what I'm doing. 
I'll tell you, they got some fucking clothes in there, though. They got some decent clothes. You know, if you just adjust your ego down a little bit, they got some decent clothes in Walmart. Like, you could make it work. You know, if you, if you maybe if you just fucking spend a little more money on your pants. No, no, no. You know what you got to This is what you got to do. If you're going to fucking go cheap on something, you can't do anything near eye level. You can't, you can't get away with a cheap shirt. You know what I mean? You just got to buy a real nice shirt. Then the rest of it can look like shit. But you have to be charismatic to keep people looking you in the eye. Because the second you start losing their attention, your, their attention, you know, and they start looking down at the guy like, oh, God, why am I looking at this motherfucker? Why am I talking to him, right? They're going to see your shoes and it's going to be over. And they're going to be like, this motherfucker shops at Walmart. He goes down to Wally World. Shit, we all do. We all go down there to buy fucking an eight-pound box of fucking Wheaties. We all do that shit. But this guy actually goes down there and buys the shirts. And I know what you're saying right now. Bill, why are you making fun of people who can't afford to shop anyplace else other than Walmart? And there's a simple answer to that. They're not in the room with me right now. Okay? They can't do me any harm. And I am unbelievably tough on my podcast. I'll fucking trash anybody. Um, <laughs> you know, my dream is, is that people who wear Walmart clothes climb over the walls of gated communities someday and they just start murdering bankers and heads of corporations, okay? And then in the fight, everybody dies. So then you weed out your mouth-breathing racists, okay? And they're spawn. And then you get rid of the guys up top. And then what you got in the middle is a bunch of regular fucking people who don't want to get fucked with. They're willing to get up, go down the street, you know? Sell some apples, come home, Right? That's what I do in my dream world. I have no idea what I'm talking about. How much bullshit did I just throw at you? That was a good 18 minutes of your life. You're never getting that back. How do you feel? You're getting through the traffic? When are you listening to this? I'm hoping I'm open the volume's fine. I know the last couple weeks, every once in a while, the volume gets bad. It sounds fine to me. Did I just spell Libya, L-Y-B-I-A? I think I did. Libya. Who's that guy from Libya? I don't know who he is. He ain't from here. I think we should bomb him. Um, all right, let's get to a little bit of advertising for this week. Oh, by the way, I got to talk to you guys about Blake Griffin. I like Blake Griffin. I enjoy watching the guy play basketball, but it is impossible for me to do that when I'm sitting next to fucking Paul Verzi or Jason Lawhead. They fucking trash the, no matter what the guy does, no matter what he does. He fucking dunks on somebody. Ah, yeah, the guy got there late. That was more of the pass. Ah, he did it on some second string guy. Chris Paul does something. They're fucking jerking off. I'm not saying Blake Griffin's as good as, as, as Chris Paul, but I mean, you know, the man is wildly entertaining. He is electrifying. He fucking is dunked on everybody in the goddamn league. Get off his back. They're acting like he's Joe Barry Carroll out there, like they wasted a bunch of fucking money. That guy, he, he's helping to put the Clippers on the map. You could fucking walk up to a Clippers game before that guy came. I didn't give a shit about that Darius Miles guy doing the fucking antenna thing. That's the closest they ever came to anybody giving a fuck about him. Right? Billy Crystal deserves a goddamn sports medal of honor for the amount of games that he has sat through. That guy said, fuck the Lakers and everybody else who goes there. I'm going with the Clippers. Guy's going, he's contrarian. You know? By the way, did I mention that? Did you guys, have you guys been watching the comedians yet? Fucking great show. And, and the, the, the pilot episode, 
that pilot episode where they're trying to get that show off the ground, the way they did that, that's pretty much almost exactly just the 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 conversations, putting two guys together that don't want to be together, but they where their careers are at, they kind of have to be. A half-baked fucking concept, a bad fucking meeting, you're talking to your manager, you, your gut's saying don't do it, you end up fucking doing it. I mean, the, the way they executed that in the pilot was just, it was off the charts. Ten, 10 out of 10, as far as old Freckles is concerned. But anyways, Billy Crystal's been going to these Clippers games. I remember I, I, went, I went to a, um, a Clippers games at the, at the old L.A. Sports Arena. He was there. The black dude from uh, a different world. Remember the guy who wore the glasses? Probably had some weird name for his character that fucking killed his career. Like Cockroach. You know, anytime you get one of those names, you're fucking done. Right? Doogie. Not Doogie. He actually got out of it. Jesus Christ. How the fuck do you pull out of the mud? Doogie. Um, Urkel, you're fucked. Cockroach, you're fucked. It's another one. Screech. You're done. If anybody is getting into the acting game, I will tell you this right now. If you fucking do turn it down. If your character just has a nickname, you're fucked. You're fucked unless you have the, the, the talent to start writing your own shit and producing your own shit. Then you can get out of it. You can get out of it. But your whole fucking life, you're done. Right? Am I out of my mind? Oh, go fuck yourself. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying here anyway. So anyway, so I go to the LA Sports Arena. And it was Allen Iverson's rookie year. And I went down there um, to watch a game. And Biggie Smalls was in the crowd. And that was the trip. Within like five days, he was dead on that trip. And I fucking walked right by him. And he sort of had like these security guys around him. But he was just sort of standing there hanging out. And I remember that thinking like, wow, I guess that whole East Coast, West thing is, uh, West Coast thing is over. But anyways, Billy Crystal was there. Um, what the fuck am I talking about? I'm getting back. So last night we're at the bar and I'm sitting there trying to enjoy the game. And we got into this fucking, we got into like three of the loudest sports arguments. I just remember seeing the bartenders in Knoxville just sitting there laughing at us as we're screaming at each other about shit that they didn't even care about. I remember one point this guy came up, he had a Red Sox shirt on and Verzi just goes, he goes, how are you a Red Sox fan down here? And the guy goes, I'm from Boston. And then, you know, fuck the Yankees. And then they get in this big fight. And then in the end, Verzi's going, hey, what the fuck are you guys yelling at me for? It's like, Verzi, you started with the guy. And he goes, no, I didn't. He walked up to me and said, hey, fuck the Yankees. <laughs> it's like, Paul, you're not wearing anything that says Yankees on it. You started with him. This guy's wearing a Red Sox t-shirt. And he's going, no, I didn't. You know, that level drunk you are where you just fucking... You ignore everything, all types of logic. Um, so all I'm trying to do is enjoy it. And uh, these fucking assholes, they won't get off Blake Griffin's back. I mean, am I out of my mind? They go, no, we're not saying, he, we're not saying he's not a perennial all-star. We're not saying that, you know, he, he's, not a, he's not a good player. We're just saying that he, he should be doing more. It's like, I don't know, what you just listed was pretty fucking impressive, wasn't it? I don't fucking know. All right, let, let's let's do a little bit of uh, let's get back to the shit. I'll tell you this right now, man. And I, I one of the most depressing places I've ever been to is the U.S. Airway terminal connecting out of Charlotte, North Carolina. I was taking the red eye in. Oh my god, the fucking humanity that I saw. Oh my god, people just sitting there. You know. 
guy comes in with the, I've been smoking fucking cigarettes my whole life, you know, with the tubes up his nose, carrying an oxygen tank. Somebody else sitting there, you know, with a plate of nachos, right, right in her lap. Beautiful girl, just sitting there killing herself, just eating poison. Everybody just poisoning themselves. It was like a fuck. It was like this, like this mass suicide that was going on as I sat there in the terminal. Not nobody making a fucking quality choice. Everybody just choosing misery in the future. Ah, don't even get me started with the fucking shoes. I was really, I was like going, wow, man, is, is this, this is flying to Savannah. Then I realized like, nah, you know, some of them are going to other places. It was really depressing. You know, that's how that day, you know, was coming to a close. But then, you know, the wonders of the road. Next thing you know, I walk to a bar and I'm with Jay and I'm getting a ride home from a gay guy in a kilt. I mean, you know, you, you always hold out hope that it's going to turn around. <laughs> If he's listening, thank you for the ride. And thank you for putting the beer in the fucking paper cups. It was, it was tremendous. What a night, right? Oh, so we ended up going, uh, we ended up going out to this speakeasy, right? You know, which is, you know, it's just a theme thing, right? It had a little key. We met these two fucking women. They worked for like the uh, Savannah PD or whatever. We said, yeah, we'll get you in, right? So we all fucking head over there. And we're sitting in this bar and they're making some good drinks and everything. And I wish I had these two ladies on the podcast because I was just grilling them. I was like, what is what is the fucking weirdest? I go, don't tell me any of the sad ones when people are calling the cops. Give me the weird ones. The weirdest one this one woman told me was somebody said that their neighbor was jerking off and they could smell the semen. And she goes... You know, okay, so what do you mean? Like, is he standing in the window? Can you see him? She goes, no, I can't see him, but I can smell it. I can smell it through the walls. <laughs> and they had to send somebody over there. Somebody goes, oh, all right, you can smell it. I, I got to tell you, ma'am, I don't want to start an argument here, but I cannot smell any jizz. You know, I think you have a wonderful home here and uh, maybe you ought to get some medication. Um, but anyways, uh, so thank you to everybody who came out to Savannah, by the way, and uh, everybody who came out to Knoxville. The fucking theater I played in Knoxville, I think Ra I said Ralphie May did a special there and I can see why. It's one of the most beautiful theaters I've ever been to. It was um, the Tennessee Theater, built in 1927 or 28, you know, just this unbelievably gorgeous place where you used to go down to watch movies, you know? I swear to God, if I could be alive back in the day, like, I think I would go back to when they first built a lot of these theaters that I played in just to watch movies. Knowing everybody gets dressed up. It's like a real big fucking deal. They had this giant Wurlitzer organ, and I forgot to look for the thing and um, find out where it was. They got it refurbished. Send it out to some maniac in Reno that redid the whole goddamn thing. He's like a, he's like the guy, I guess, if you're going to have your fucking giant Wurlitzer organ redone. And um, the crowd was uh, was phenomenal. You know what was hilarious? Was we were fucking uh, on the way there. Law had such a big basketball fan. He wanted to fucking, um, he wanted to do, uh, he wanted to go see like, the Tennessee Volunteers trophy case, see Pat Summit's, you know, trophies, like women's basketball. That's like how psycho into fucking basketball he is. And uh, he ended up 
<laughs> he ended up doing this Pat Summit joke on the bus that had us dying laughing, but like. Verzi goes, dude, you got to do that on stage. And I said, Jay, don't do that on stage. Don't do that on stage. This is like their fucking, this is like their female Jesus. You, don't do that. Don't do a dementia joke on there. And then what's this? Verzi goes, he should do it. So I said, all right, do it tonight. Okay. And I go, and if it fucking bombs, all you got to do to save it is just, it was basically, uh, you know, she's got dementia. It's like, well, if you saw that much women's basketball over the years, you know, you'd want to forget about it too, right? A silly joke. A silly joke. But if you say it in Knoxville, it's going to be a problem. Or if there's some cunt who blogs, they'll they'll fucking flip out about it and wear my grandfather has dementia and you made me sad Monday morning podcast t-shirt, right? And then, then all of a sudden there'll be a controversy, right? Fucking baby seals starving to death, washing up on the fucking sand. They're going to fucking give a shit about a joke somebody told in Knoxville. So anyways, so he was supposed to go out. He was supposed to go out there and just do the fucking joke. And if it bombed, I'd go just say, hey, I got to be honest with you. You know, Verzi said don't do it. No, Verzi said do it. Burr said don't do it. I learned something here. Next time, listen to the headline or something cute like that. So he gets to go doing it, and he does that shit first. Going, I don't know. I said this joke on the bus, and I don't know. I don't know if I should say it. And the crowd's like, come on, say it. Like he totally got him into it. And it bugged me because then it ended up working. And then he said, Verzi's right. It's like, no, you, well, once you did the fucking UNICEF speech before the joke, you know, you're almost questioning their goddamn comedy manhood about whether they're going to laugh about it or not. But uh, anyways, I'm just breaking their balls. We're having a good time out here. So, hey, Chattanooga people, if you listen to this today, let us know what there is to do out here. I never been here. This is fucking cool, this tour, because I've only ever come been to Nashville. And um, we actually drove up from Savannah on the bus. And it was so beautiful at one point going through some of these um, national parks. I was actually sitting up front. I felt like John Madden on my way to Green Bay for a game or something. I was sitting up there. Absolutely eastern Tennessee, southeast of Knoxville. Fucking God's country. I'm telling you telling you if you can just deal with them fucking hillbillies out there and you know every once in a while somebody's gonna they're, they're, they're gonna be coming for you you know i don't know what goes on out there um i could never get nia to live out there she's a city girl you know what i mean the way i get nervous on a subway she gets nervous when she sees the woods so uh you know the deal you know who's gonna make who more miserable she's gonna make me more miserable she wins so we stay in the fucking city stay in a city in a state where we're gonna be out of water in a year <laughs> How funny is it that I just put in an immaculate bathroom at my house? Spent all my fucking money on it. Didn't spare any expense. Was already probably not going to make my money back because they're just going to look at it as square footage anyways. And I added no square footage to my fucking house. Um, but at least I had this great fucking shower, you know? And now we're going to be out of water. And once again, nobody seems to be uh, alarmed by it. Nobody seems to be talking about it. Like, what What exactly is going on? You know? Population, seals washing up, fucking running out of water. Everybody just stay in the course. I think that's the game plan. I think that is the game plan. You just fucking act like everything is fine. 
And then one day you just take that asteroid to the face and it's over. Maybe that's the way to do it. I'm starting to give into it. You know, fuck it. You know, y'all can't do anything about it. What the fuck you going to do? You know what you're going to do? You go kill yourself a pig, put it on a spit. You won't dig a hole? We're going to cook a pig today. I want to go to a fucking pig picking down here. Oh, by the way, uh, when we go to New Orleans, uh, the Pelicans are playing the fucking Warriors. Come out and play. I think we're going to try to go to the game. We got a day off down there. How fucking cool is that? Um, but anyways, I absolutely love Knoxville, man. Um, and I have to get back there again. The crowd was awesome. I have got to get back there for a game. Um, and I was asking them what game to go to. And everybody was, oh, you know, go to the Tennessee-Georgia game. Uh, they play Oklahoma next year. That'll be a good game. And then this fucking old-timer came up to me, and he's like, game you want to go to is the Alabama game. And I was just like, right there. All right, that's the game I'm going to go to. Why wouldn't I go to it? That might be my goal. I'm going to go to a, every SEC team when they play Alabama and root against Alabama because it's just, it's just so much fun to root against those fucking guys and scream the dream ends tonight. You know, why, Bill? Why do you give a shit about it? I really don't. I just like being a cunt. I'm telling you guys, I'm going to retire and I'm going to buy a house in Alabama. That's my game plan. That is my exit strategy. You know, God willing, we still have water when I retire somehow in L.A. and my house is actually worth something and it hasn't turned to dust. I am then going to go out. I'm going to buy me a spread. Maybe eastern Tennessee. You know, I'll be far enough inland that those fucking hurricanes will slow down. You know, maybe every once in a while there's a microburst and the trees lay down. But I'm inside. I have a nice brick house. Brick house. All right, let's get to some of the questions here. Uh um, for this week. Oh, by the way, um, for the for the Thursday, Thursday afternoon, uh, Monday morning podcast just before Friday. Um, if you would like, you know, stuff that you want me to talk about, articles for me to read, videos, questions, any of that shit, you do it through Twitter and have the hashtag T A M M P Tango Alpha Mike Mike Papa. Sorry. Anyways, um, just hashtag it as that, and I'll fucking scroll through it two seconds before I start, and you'll get to listen to me read out loud. All right, factory-made diamonds. Okay, Bill, this is a follow-up from Thursday clip where you answered a question about real diamonds versus fake ones and whether or not women should be cool with the factory-made ones. Uh, Please ask listeners to go back and check it out if they haven't already. All right, well, go back and listen to that. I guess it was last week. I don't even remember talking about this shit. Uh, hey, uh, Big Billy Dildo, I was listening to your clip, um, you replayed on the Just Checking It, oh, oh, from last week, oh, that's why, because it was, it was a throwback clip from last Thursdays, Just Checking In on your Thursday afternoon, just before Friday, Monday morning podcast, um, he said, I know what this magical stone is, all right, I'll tell you the name, but you can choose to skip over it if you want, if you don't want the secret to get out. It's called a, I can't even say it, Moissanite. M-O-I-S-S-A-N-I-T-E. It's not actually an exact diamond replica, but it looks identical to everyone that isn't trained to know the difference. The good news is that your secret amongst, amongst dudes can be safe. 
The only way to tell the difference is if you take it to a jeweler to figure it out. If it's a dude, they're not going to fucking rat you out. If it's a chick, well, then you got a wild card on your hands, but there's nothing you can do at that point. I just, no, dude, men who work in jewelry stores are also cunts. Because they're gonna want, because they're gonna be like, oh yeah, he bought you a fake one, and because they know that the woman's gonna go home and fucking lose her shit, and the guy's gonna come back with his tail between his legs, bringing a goddamn bag of cash to buy a real one. Um, I'm gonna say, okay, so I can't, I can't even pronounce it, Moisanite. Um, he wrote it all basically in lowercase letters, so I don't know where to accent that word. It's M O I S S A N I T E for guys who need to buy their woman an engagement ring, but you don't want to blow a bunch of money on diamonds. Just get them one of this and they'll, they'll never know. That's actually a great thing too, to see if you got a gold digging whore. She actually goes down and checks it out like immediately to see what it's worth. It's like, are you already fucking leaving me? What are you doing here? Right? Um, all right. He said, I just bought one for my girl last week. Actually, I looked up the exact diamond equivalent and it was between 6,500 to seven grand just for the diamond. I paid 750 bucks. The best news is that my girl is totally on board with this idea, and her idea was to pocket the extra to go on a badass honeymoon. Yeah, absolutely. And then if somebody fucking goes, you know, give me a fucking diamond ring of your life, you just give it to them. There you go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Uh, you know what? You should have counterfeit cash in your wallet, too. Just walk around, everything fake. I love this. By the way, you know who made up that thing about spending three months' salary on a ring? The fucking diamond companies. Of course they did. They had a whole marketing campaign around it. So they're really fucking you over on, on top of the fact that they have a fucking monopoly so they can charge whatever the fuck they want for real diamonds. It's a total sham. Anyways, just wanted to spread the word and let other dudes know that there is an alternative that makes both the girl and your bank account happy. Go fuck yourself. You know what? The more I hear about all of this stuff, the best thing ever has got to be real estate. You know what I mean? You can walk up to it. You can touch it. You can live in it. Obviously, if you got a building on it, that's just got to be the way to go. You know, fucking stock market. I have shares in this. Oh, yeah. Where are they? You got them in your pocket. You know, I am a firm believer of um, <clears throat> investing shit that you can just in shit that you can walk up and touch. But now with the diamonds, I don't know. The, the whole diamond game now, if you if you buy into the diamond game now, you have to hope that the the people at the top, the evildoers, actually uh, keep that monopoly. Because if they don't, and you get free enterprise going on there, then, then what do you have? You get like Sprint starts digging for diamonds, Right. Nokia and all these other cunts, and then what happens? You got a you got a shitstorm on your hands. I swear to God, people, I'm going to buy an apartment building. I'm going to become a slumlord. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to buy apartment buildings, fix them up, rent them out to people, and then I'm going to slowly back out of this business. I want to retire the way Sinatra did the first time. That's my goal. I don't know if I'll be able to do it, but I would love the way he did it. He's singing this song, and he just goes, "Excuse me, while I disappear." Was the final long line of the sign um, Jesus Christ the final line of the song the final long of the sign the final line of the song there we go and um, it's for that Pat Summit joke look at me I'm already losing my mind here um, and he just stepped out of the spotlight if he if he fucking left that way 
Come on, man. That's even better than if Jordan left after he hit that shot against Utah. I know I've already talked about this, but I am obsessed with how to get out of this business now. As I've hit the middle part of my career, I feel. 23 years ago, I was 23, 20, almost 24. 23 years from now, I'm going to be 70. Just like that. Boom. Fucking over. What am I going to be doing, huh? 70 years old. You're either a legend at that point, and they put you out to pasture in fucking Vegas, or you're on cruise ships. But either way, either way, they're like, Let you, you just stay right here there, Grandpa, and we'll bring the people to you. Fuck that. Fuck that. I'm going to buy a bunch. I'm going to become a slumlord. I'm going to buy a bunch of fucking apartment buildings in the middle of nowhere. And I'm going to buy a white on white suit, put on some weight, and just look like Boss Hog, right? A redheaded fucking Boss Hog. And I'm going to walk around with a white hat, you know, and a big cigar that I never light. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> There's actually some people that, you know, who had a great fucking retirement out of this business? The Smothers Brothers. From what they told me at the Orleans Casino, both of those guys, they started their own uh, winery. And uh, they have their own vineyard and all that type of stuff. And they got that thing going up where it was making enough money. Dude, you know what's so cool about them? When they retired, they didn't even tell people they were retiring. They just did their last show and they just left. Total fucking class act. No begging, no hat in the hand. No fucking crying, no being broke. They had their money. They had a good fucking time. They were done with it. They left. And now they're sitting on a fucking vineyard. Jesus Christ, you, you fucking tell somebody. Let me ask you this. What, what's your guy's game plan? If you What's your fantasy? My fantasy is that I somehow fucking, I don't know, have enough money in real estate, rental properties or something. I don't, I'm just spitballing here, right? That you're actually making as much in rent as you were doing your job. So then you can quit your job and just seamlessly walk over to that. You can just be like, yeah, I'm not working anymore. You know, you got all your buildings paid for. You got all your things rented. Everybody's cool. I know this isn't going to happen. This is a fantasy. And then the check just comes in, right? You fucking, you go live in the middle of fucking nowhere where it's cheap as hell. No property tax, no nothing. Get a giant ass fucking TV. All the sports packages, right? Get yourself a fucking Book on, a, on how to eat vegan or some shit so you stay in shape. I'm telling you. And then every night you just get shit-faced. <laughs> Be fucking tremendous. Tremendous. That's what I want to do. I got to do it like that. I can't be like these athletes that I see that go around fucking acting like jerk-offs their whole career. And then they're like, oh, fuck, I'm in my final contract. What am I going to do? And then they just keep playing and playing and playing. Fucking try on half the fucking jerseys in the league. That ain't going to be me. You know? Just like Paulie and Goodfellas. That guy's going to die in jail. Okay? That ain't going to be me. That ain't going to be me. Hey, smarten up. Right? I hope that didn't hurt your ears like it just did mine. All right. Let me uh, get on to the next thing here. Um, all right. Ditched by a lady. All right, uh, dear old Billy Freckles, I had a date tonight with a lady, and the plan was to go get dinner and then see a concert. She was really cool, and we went out to a good restaurant near my apartment. Dinner went well. 
I was making her laugh, etc. And after I paid the check, I told her I had to use the bathroom. She said she would she'd wait right outside the restaurant. So I went in and did my thing, but when I came out, I couldn't find her. I had only taken a piss, so it's not like I was taking a long time in the bathroom. I called her, and it went straight to voicemail. Then I waited around and texted her, and she said that she had to leave because her friend's boyfriend had just broken up with her and that she needed to go back to the apartment right away. Oh, Jesus Christ, really? She couldn't wait to say goodbye to you? I asked her if she couldn't have at least told me before she left, and she said she was sorry. We both have tickets to go see a concert next week, which we had planned uh, before we planned tonight. But I think it's just going to be really awkward, and I don't want to. Do, uh, and I don't know what to do because I'm pretty for sure she just ditched me. I would love to hear your Boston accent. Give me some advice. Thanks, and go fuck yourself. Um, yeah, you either got ditched or she's unbelievably fucking rude. But you know, you can't hitch your wagon to this. There's no way. There's no way you're putting a baby in that. The fuck? You have a baby, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, she squirts it out and you're like, oh, my God, look at it, honey. Honey? Honey? Right? She fucking takes off again? Yeah, you can't have that. She's, she, she, I don't know. I don't know what her fucking deal is, but what? I, all I need to do right now, right now, okay, you and this woman, it's fucking over, okay? And your your best hope, if you still want to bang her, is to stick by your guns that you that you don't put up with this shit, that it's fucking over. And just be matter of fact, just say, no, that was really rude. And it was also very immature. If you weren't having a good time, you should have just said something. Um, then, no, 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 my girl, Fambo. And then, and then on top of that, you lie to me. I mean, I'm actually glad that all of this happened because I was able to see, you know, that you're not the kind of person that I, I would want to be in a relationship with. You know? That fucks with them. Wait a minute. He's not mesmerized by my pussy anymore. Right? Next thing you know, she's riding you. These are all just fantasies, people. I don't know if this, any of this shit's true. Um, all right, so wait. Does she have one ticket and you have one ticket? I don't know what, I don't know what the math is on the ticket. You said we both have tickets to go to the show. Well, here's the deal. If you have both the tickets, then you just take somebody else. Um... Yeah, and I don't even think you you don't I don't think you owe her a phone call either, do you? Or maybe you do. Yeah, maybe you do. I would just call her and just say, yeah, listen, I'm taking somebody. Ah, no, 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 don't do that. If she has the tickets, tell, tell her to you keep them. Keep them. Man, I, I don't know. This thing is over, dude. <laughs> you don't need me. You know what the deal is. It's fucking over. I got to be honest, it's fucking hilarious that she just left. I've done that. I did that when I was young and immature. I did that one time. I, I met this woman, and she wanted to go out and go see this band. And so we went out there, and next thing you know, she was up on the stage dancing while the band was playing, pointing at the crowd as if she was in the band. And um, I didn't have the emotional maturity to wait till she got off the stage to be like... Uh, yeah, I don't know what that was. It seemed like you were enjoying it, but um, it, uh, you know, I, I'm gonna go. <laughs> and you know, I I just left. And I'll tell you this: I regret doing that because I think it was really mean of me to do that to her. If that's how she likes having a good time and likes going up there and dancing in front of a band that she's in, you know, with in front of a group that she's not in, pointing at the crowd as if she wrote the song. 
If that's what the fuck she likes to do, then, you know, I guess, you know, I should have let her do that. I, I was, uh, <laughs> at the very least, I should have been a man enough to fucking walk away. So, um, trying to think, anybody, yeah, I've had a woman do that to me too. I had a woman one time was totally into me. It was over. It was a layup. She was going to bang me. And I went up and I had a bad set and I got off and she was gone. (laughs) I bombed so bad that a woman who was willing to have sex with me thought better of it. And this is the best part. It was a festival and it was only a 15 minute set. In 15 minutes. 15, and I have to think that halfway through my set, because I got off stage, she was gone. So about seven minutes in, she did a 180 and just fucking walked out. So it came back to me. Oh, it always comes back to you. All right, crime that pays. Bill, if you could get away with any, with a major crime, which would, uh, which would you be more proud of? A bank heist, an art robbery, an assassination of an evil world leader? Oh, assassination all day long. That was the first thing I thought of. That was the first thing I thought of, that if you went to, like, the Last Supper of every douche making people's lives miserable, you know, pretending like, you know, they don't have, you know, those people who buy up patents so we can't get um, energy, you know, electricity and gas and all that shit easier. People who just fucking get in the way of that progress, rape the environment, fuck over poor people, all of those, they all go to the same meal. All right? And you just fucking... I don't know. You're behind like some photo or some shit with one of those guns that they have on like a fucking, I don't know. You ever see that when they, in Argo, when they went down the runway and they had that machine gun on that fucking Jeep, whatever, an M60? Southern people are tearing their fucking hair out right now because they know exactly what it is. An M60? It ain't made an M60 in years. It's an M68 at this point, buddy. Um, And you just fucking mow them down. You just mow them down and it's over. And then all of a sudden, and then what, Bill? Then who's going to run us? Because I know it's not going to be me. Then somehow decent people all take those jobs and make the right decisions. And everybody's fucking chill and there's enough for everybody. And everybody can relax, right? That's what I would do. Um, I would never do an art robbery because uh, I don't have an appreciation for a lot of it, especially if it's just a bunch of scribbles. You know, if it looks like a sleeve tattoo where, yeah, somebody kind of colored in your arm there, buddy. I can kind of see a bird. Spider web. I don't know what else is there. Um, A bank heist. I don't want to do that because uh, that fucks with regular people's money. You know, art robbery. Then, you know, next thing you know, a butler's out of a job. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that I assassinated an evil world leader. Probably put me on some fucking list, you know. Just added to the fucking audio that they have in the fucking basement of the Pentagon. Um, yeah, it all it all ends up. You all end up. You know, you just end up in a worker camp. I think that's how it goes from here on out. All right, roll the dice, dear Bill. My wife has a friend who we've known for a long time and happens to be very attractive. Let me read this again. My wife's, my wife's. You have more than one wife here, buddy. My wife has a friend who we've known for a long time. It happens to be very attractive. Okay, so you've already rubbed one out to her. Possibly thought about her while you're banging your wife. Okay, the other day, over a couple of drinks with my wife, she admits that she wants to experience a threesome, and she wants it to be with us. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. 
Sheesh. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. Jesus, we should have closed with this question. This, this is a closing bit right here. When my wife first tells me this, you can imagine my excitement. But then she adds the kicker. Her friend, while confessing um, her desire for a threesome, adds that she has genital herpes. Bum, bum, ba, dum, wow. I did not see that left turn coming. But she swears that it is dormant and we're not at risk. Well, how do you think she got it? Oh, that's such a stupid thing to say. Maybe she fucked some guy. You know, you always have to fucking, you know, look out for the women in these. Maybe she fucked some douchebag, scumbag guy. Like, have you seen that fucking, they got a billboard out in L.A. It, it says, do you trust him? And there's a guy laying there with this shifty look on his face with this woman looking at him. HIV positive, you know, type of thing. They would never have a billboard. Do you trust her? It's unfucking believable. Like, you know, I saw one time one of these magazines, right? Where it says, uh, you know, reasons women cheat. Top 10 reasons women cheat. And the top eight out of 10 was were because of God, was something the guy was doing. It's fucking unbelievable. Anyways, plowing ahead. I am close to your age, so I ask you. Do you roll the dice and go for it knowing that this may be your last shot at a threesome or do you play it safe and politely decline the offer? Thanks and go fuck yourself in parentheses with protection. Uh, no, nah, dude, you can't, you can't do that. You cannot do that because right now you're going to have a fucking threesome. All right. Even if you did that, it, it's going to make it weird between you and your wife. It just is as much as you're going to try to be cool. It's, it's, you know, you'll be cool with it. She won't be. On some level, she won't be. You fucking moaned a little too much with the other one. It's going to be a fucking shit show. All right? And then on top of that, you're, you're going to be reminded once a goddamn month that you did it. Fuck that. Fuck all of that. All right? This is the deal. All right? If your wife is willing to fucking do it, that why don't you do it with somebody who's, uh, you know what I mean, who doesn't have any prior convictions here. All right? Get somebody with a clean slate. And, um, but, um, I don't know. I am sort of a firm believer that you, you can't do that with your wife. You do that with somebody that you're not going to be married to. I just think, uh, you know, I don't know. You ever see that shit when people like fucking drink too much water and they, they die because like the, the, the walls of their cells like burst open. Like that's what I think happens when you have a threesome with your wife and somebody else and it's basically the lining to your relationship. It's fucking, it's split. It's done. It's over, right? And then it becomes, then her next thing's going to be like, well, let's do it again. This time, can we do it with a guy? And uh, well, no, I don't want to do it with a fucking guy because there's nothing in it for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, there was nothing. Fuck you. You enjoyed it. Women can enjoy other women, you know? Then you get into that. Well, that's a double fucking standard. Ah, go suck a dick already. Leave me out of it. I'll be downstairs. You know, you're just, you're just walking into that whole fucking world. Um, Jesus Christ. But you know, you got to give it up to this woman for just being totally up front. Gee, I mean, that... Look, there's something going on. The fact that you're excited by this and not shocked and that your wife is willing to do it, all right... You guys all seem like this is all pretty loosey-goosey here. I don't know, dude. Even with protection, they say you can still get it. Dude, fuck that. 
I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't do it. I would politely decline. And then ask for references. If she has anybody she knows that doesn't have herpes that wants to do it. I don't I don't know what to tell you here, buddy. Um, I would say don't listen to your dick. What would you tell a friend of yours if they were in that position? Oh, my God. I guess the question I haven't asked is how hot is this woman? Is it worth the risk? I don't know. You know what it is? I, I just, I can't get beyond, like, what is the conversation afterwards? Okay? You guys bang. First of all, do not bang in your own fucking house. Okay? You want to walk away from that crime scene. You understand? All right? But then you got to be thinking, like, okay, then you get in the car. No, fuck that. You got to have that, you know, that awkward goodbye. Like, oh, yeah, that was... That was fun. Hopefully it went well. Hopefully you don't get so excited, sir, that you fucking, uh, you know, you get a false start there, right? Let's just hope the whole fucking thing goes well. And then you got you got that ride home in the car. You know, you both get in there. You're both trying to make, you don't want to, you don't know what to say. So you're just making noises, like sitting down, like, ah, <clears throat> putting on the radio. Hey, you look like a, uh. Got a new Costco down here, huh? You know, God knows where the fuck her head's at. And I'll tell you this right now. There's no fucking way she's not going to ask some questions. So, you know, like, what are you thinking right now? Ugh. I, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking, fuck you. Don't even start this shit. Now, this is the thing. I think you have to have that conversation beforehand. You, if, if you're going to do it, you got to say to your wife, all right, here's the deal. We're going to do this shit, but no being fucking weird afterwards. All right? None of this. Did you like it? Did you enjoy her more than me? None of that. That's all off the table. All right? Then what do you do? Then, then she's sitting on it, and then you know what she do? Then she'll start crying. I know. I know I'm not supposed to say anything, but, you know, you have feelings. I'm just presenting the worst case scenario or even worse. She fucking loves it and wants to do it all the time. And then that just leads to uh, just, ah, it's going to lead to other shit. It's going to lead to other shit. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? It could be fun. It could be fun. I just presented all the hazards that could possibly happen. Who knows, man? You could fucking go do it. Bing, bang, boom. You guys never fucking talk about it again. You get to check that off the list. You know, you stare at your dick for a good 30 to 60 days. Nothing looks funny down there. And you know what? You got away with it. Just like Woody Allen in Crime and Punishment, right? You just sort of get away with it. Who knows? Maybe it happens. I don't know. All right. And with that, stamps.com, everybody. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this thing up here with the final question. Um, I know what you guys Have you been watching hockey? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I've uh, been watching the Ottawa-Montreal series, of course, rooting against Montreal. Um, Ottawa giving them a way tougher series than I thought they were going to. They played great. They just, um, Montreal's just fucking relent- uh, relentless. I can't even talk. I'm so fucking out of it. It's goddamn late nights. Um, they've just been so fucking relentless. And um, I don't know, man. I, I They had to win. Obviously, they had to win the last game, 3-0. I don't see Montreal losing four straight. Although, if they do, um, 
I don't know what, what I will. What, what can I do next week on the podcast? If they somehow lose four games in a row, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> it would just be the greatest thing ever. I would, I would truly enjoy it. But then I would get nervous because we did that. We blew a three games to none lead against Mont- uh, against the Flyers. And then the next very next year, we won the Stanley Cup. So I hope that doesn't happen. I hope they don't lose four in a row. Do I? I don't fucking know. What am I talking about? All right. Mother Herb. Dear Billy Bong. Rip. Uh, Monday is 420. And I know the Thursday podcast is now designated towards good vibes, man. While the Monday morning remains your bleak outlook on humanity. It really does. However, in the spirit of the holiday, can you please tell us something crunchy about yourself? I don't even know what that means. Perhaps a time when you connected with nature or saw the human race as one. Or in the least, tell about a song or movie you saw. Hi, that was awesome. Love you, love Nia. This guy wrote this when he was high. Love both you guys, man. Um, I do, I've always seen the human race as one. I've always seen it. That's why it's so fucking depressing to watch the cunts at the top do what they're doing. That's why my fantasy is to take all of them out and then people who are actually responsible go in and do the job and they fix the world and I don't have to do anything after I'm done pulling the trigger and my life is totally easy. Maybe that's selfish. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm an idealist. You want me to tell you something crunchy about myself? It's not enough that you know that I make pies? Huh? From scratch? All right, you know what? I have a lemon and lime tree in my front yard. All right? And I get excited when I walk out there and I get to pick them off the tree. You know? And then I bring them in the house and I go, you know what? I'm going to make a key lime pie out of this. And then I come back later and I realize that I forgot to tell my wife and she's fucking used the limes that I needed. See, it's still going to go back to something bleak. You know? Because that's what life is. It's there's the, there's the balance, man. You know what I mean, man? It's like, you know, when life gives you lemons, your, your wife's going to eat them, man. And it's just, you just got to be all right with that, man. You just got to look down at your toes, wiggle them in your sandals, and just kind of wait for the other ones to grow, man. You know? Um, how was that? Was that fine? Was that okay? What do you mean something crunchy about me? How about the fact that I'm going out to all these tertiary cities? Yes, I just did use that word. Did I pronounce it correctly? I don't think so. How about that? How about I like going out and fucking hanging out with the people afterwards? I actually enjoy people on a one-to-one basis if they're not cunts. You know what? You got me, sir. I think you stumped me. I don't know that I have anything crunchy. No. Sorry. (laughs) I tried. What do you want from me? Baby seals washing up on the fucking beaches killed me this week. Is that crunchy enough for you? It's made me not eat fish the whole fucking week. I think I might be done with fish. I'm done eating animals that we can't grow, you know, <laughs> breed or whatever. And even then, I think it's, I don't know. I go back and forth with if it makes me a piece of shit if I eat fucking animals. Or if, you know, they would have gotten eaten anyway. I mean, what the fuck would a cow be doing if we didn't have a fence around it? It would be walking around like a big, slow, dope and it would get, you know, there'd be a fucking mountain lion around his neck within two seconds. Just hanging there, slowly suffocating the thing. Well, we got the decency to have that ceiling gun hover over its head and, and knock him out. So you can get yourself a prime goddamn rib. I don't know, there's a lot of questions. I like that angle, man. 
Try to draw out the crunchy side of me. That made me really uncomfortable. That was a nice feeling. Every once in a while, you got to get out of your comfort zone. All right, that's the podcast for this week. Go fuck yourselves. I'll check in on you on Thursday. 